Welcome to the latest episode of Schneps Connects. Um, I've had the pleasure of interviewing a lot of leading New Yorkers that know their part of the city better than anyone. In this episode, we're going to Madison Avenue. So I'm happy to have on the show Matthew Bauer, who's the president of the Madison Avenue bid. Matthew joined the Madison Avenue bid as its president in 1999. The bid provides marketing, supplemental safety and sanitation services and streetscape improvements for the businesses located on Madison Avenue on the Upper East Side, which I think all of us know is one of the world's leader in luxury shopping, art and hospitality destinations. The U.S. Department of Commerce, the International Downtown Association, the New York City Department of Small Business Services, and the Shop America Alliance have all recognized the marketing-related programming of the Madison Avenue bid, which is a not-for-profit public-private partnership. Matthew earned a PhD in planning and public policy from Rutgers University and holds a master's degree in historic preservation and urban planning from Columbia University. So Matthew, thank you so much for being with us. Welcome. It's my pleasure to be here. Thanks so much for inviting me. So if you live on planet Earth, you know Madison Avenue, but talk a little bit about yourself, your role, and, and really what the role of the bid is there. Sure. No, it's, uh, it, like I said, it's great uh, pleasure to be with you and uh, to speak a little bit about, about our district and about our association. You know, the Madison Avenue Business Improvement District is one of 75 business improvement districts in New York City. We are all in partnership with city government, provide services above and beyond what the city can provide, uh, and to really create a sense of cohesion and voice among, among our business community. And by uh, our, uh, the Madison Avenue Business Improvement District actually covers a very specific area, and that's Madison Avenue from 57th to 86th Street. So it's about 29 mm -hmm. blocks largely in the Upper East Side, though a small portion of our district is really in, in East Midtown or Central Business District, south of 61st Street. And I guess folks are, you know, all know Madison Avenue as an, as an advertising center. Of course, that part was more in Midtown. Uh, Madison Avenue, the portion that we represent is on the Upper East Side, which is really a shopping destination, hospitality destination, but in very much a local shopping destination as well. Mm -hmm. I mean, one of the things that distinguishes Madison Avenue, and I think that's why you find so many of the brands that are here, is that they're very much serving this Upper East Side uh, community. And though, you know, certainly we have a number of great hotels, the Carlisle, the Mark, the Lowell in our, in our district, at the same time, we are very much a neighborhood shopping destination. And, you know, one of the things, as I mentioned, you know, we're sort of between most of us, most of our district is in the Upper East Side. We have a small part of our district in East Midtown. When you, our office is on 61st Street, actually. And when you, if I look south from my window, you'll see on the upper floors, it's office buildings. Mm -hmm. But if you look north on Madison Avenue, there are people living right above the storefronts. And I think that's really what makes Madison Avenue very distinctive among districts of its kind around the world, is that it really still has such a residential feel, such a human scale, such a neighborhood feel, that people genuinely connect with not only the retail stores that are here, but the hair salons, the nail shops, the restaurants, the spas. You know, it really is an ecosystem 
around here uh, for the that folks to stay in. And you know, it's also a place where um, art is a very significant uh, component. You know, we do have the Frick Madison, which actually just opened the spring here, mm -hmm. but also we have over 100 art galleries that are located largely on the upper floors of the buildings, but uh, in addition, uh, some on the, on the ground floor as well. So talk a little bit about what's happened over the last year and a half. Obviously, everyone's been impacted by it. There's been a lot of talk about particularly those that potentially live on the Upper East, Upper West Side, you know, went to their summer homes or left the city. But what, what, from your eyes and your perspective, what took place over the last, you know, year and a half and what do you see happening now? Our, our association actually has been open throughout the entire time. You know, we, we are a consider uh, essential business and clean the streets and all throughout the time when most of the stores were closed, but, but not all of them were. You know, one of the, we have a number of uh, uh, pharmacies and uh, restaurants that were open, you know, through most of the pandemic. And, you know, one of the things that they all said is though, though people did leave, certainly there are some portion of the Upper East Side that did leave, there were enough that stayed. Mm -hmm. And, you know, even when people were gone, they were coming back to Madison Avenue you know, once a month, check their apartments and all, and and people were utilizing the businesses that were here. So I think that there was really a sense that uh, the neighborhood continued on through its closure, uh, through the time when there was the greatest number of businesses that were that were not able to be open. Uh, and when the reopening began in June, about a year ago, when that sort of uh, phase one of the reopening process began in, in New York City, it was a neighborhood that was really poised to keep on going. And you did see the restaurants being busy with takeout. You saw the boutiques starting to reopen and serving their local clients again. And as things have moved along, we did a number of welcome back events. This is a year ago. We did yet welcome back events, Great. and you know, you know, now uh, there really does seem a, like a critical mass, and the streets seem busy because there are people that are living here, and you know, the, the fact that not everybody is going to their office. Well, the folks that are here are here, mm -hmm. so there's even some degree a greater sense, a greater concentration of folks that are that are here in the neighborhood when outdoor dining was allowed. Uh, that was something that was so important for the neighborhood because people in this community, you know, it wasn't tourists that were going to the restaurants. It wasn't business lunches. It were people that were living here wanting to come out into those restaurants and say hello to each other again, and recognize the fact that it was, you know, their neighborhood and reconnect. And that was such an important part of our of our reopening when those restaurants, because it really created, re-emphasized the social connectedness that Madison Avenue really, you know, is about. And, uh, you know, this is continuing uh, to this day. Now, certainly we did lose businesses uh, during the pandemic, which uh, it was certainly very difficult. And we are getting them back. Uh, it, of course, is a, is a process, a slow process, 
But, you know, we do feel that, uh, you know, we have some very major openings that are happening on Madison Avenue right now. And another important point is there are a number of residential buildings being uh, developed on Madison Avenue right now. And ultimately, you know, there's going to be folks living above source, living on Madison Avenue itself. Yeah upstairs and it really will once again emphasize the connectivity between what happens on the ground floor in the stores on Madison Avenue and the folks that are living upstairs. You know you mentioned the Frick Madison opening what other openings can you share because I'd love to hear about that. Sure well just this month and actually within the last week we've had two that were quite significant the Manolo Blahnik flagship store Mm -hmm. uh, has opened at 717 Madison, that's between 63rd and 64th Street. And uh, it's actually two storefronts along Madison for women's and men's upstairs as well. And uh, it really has been a great point about the reopening of New York City. People are going to be wearing shoes and heels again to the office right? Uh, and for social events. So it really uh, is a great, it, it's not only important for the avenue, I think it's important for the whole city. Also, uh, Something Navy opened up at 1055 uh, Madison Avenue between 80th and 81st Street. But in the last, you know, during the pandemic, Butterfield Market opened up a wonderful food market, 85th and Madison. Balmain, ba uh, Bandier, Bathing Ape opened up along Madison. Uh, Love Shack Fancy opened up. Mykita, a, a great eyeglass uh, shop. Uh, Frame, so many stores have opened. But also, you've seen this as an opportunity for businesses that have already been on Madison Avenue to expand. So right now, William Greenberg Desserts, <laughs> which is famous for the black and white cookies, you know, yeah, in the 80s. They're, they're doubling their storefront. They're taking over and they're expanding uh, their space. And Graf Diamonds is expanding. And Acris bought their building. And Five Story opened up a new store. Mont Blanc, which has always been on Madison, opened up a brand new store at 635. So uh, Brunello Cuccinelli, which has always been on, been on Madison for a number of years, taking over their next store and expanding. Uh, so Hermes is building a brand new flagship uh, on the southwest uh, corner, 63rd and Madison. You know, they already have two stores here on Madison, but they're gonna be consolidating to a brand new building, The like I said, on 63rd and Madison. So you're seeing uh, brands that are international fashion brands. You're seeing family-owned businesses like William Greenberg Desserts, you know, really reinvesting and really placing their flag here on the street during this very difficult time in New York City. So it, it's something that we are very thankful and hopeful and excited about. I love to hear those success stories because I'm a big believer that when other businesses see, you know, new businesses come in, it, it creates optimism and, and helps them make that an investment. Absolutely. And uh, in 2008, uh, there was, uh, you know, there was that recession in New York City. And at, during that same period of time, Ralph Lauren built their brand new flagship store at 888 Madison. And, you know, once again, th that great brand said, hey, we're going to be here. We're investing in the street. We're investing in New York City. 
And you're seeing the same thing, you know, happening today. And, you know, brands are saying that it makes sense to be here and it makes sense to be here for a lot of different reasons. But I think probably the most foremost is this local market, being part of this neighborhood that, you know, really uh, embraces its local stores. So you have a lot of built-in customers for retail based on the people, like you're saying, that live above the retail. But how, how are you thinking about tourism differently and what type of programming can you share that you've been um, spearheading? Right, sure. I should say right now we have three hotels within our district that are completely uh, open, the Carlisle, the Mark, and the Lowell. The Surrey Hotel was actually sold and is going through a major renovation, and that's supposed to be opening in 2023. Uh, we've been actually working extensively with NYC and Company, which is the city's Convention and Visitors Bureau, and with the U.S. Department of Commerce and their commercial service, and doing a variety of different webinars for uh, tour operators, talking about the neighborhood, showing them what's happening, the investment here, the stores and opportunities that are here. And one of the things that for international visitors, when they do are allowed to come back, is you know, the fact that it is quieter here, that there is a greater degree of you know, less crowding. So you feel more safe and secure to, to the shop. You know, as, as if you're, you're going back into that whole process again. But, you know, I think the, still the focus is on is definitely on the domestic market, it, the way the city is promoting itself. We're doing programming that is uh, uh, engaging, I think, folks on a national basis. Like, for example, we did a, uh, a gallery event just a couple of weeks ago. And, you know, that was promoted nationally. And, you know, that was purposeful because, you know, folks when, in, that are collectors, especially of fine art, they do come to New York from, from throughout the country, throughout the world uh, to make their purchases. And we wanted very much to show that the galleries are open, operating and available. So that's why we, we, did, we did national promotion uh, for, for that gallery event. And, you know, uh, we're continuing working with NYC and company in terms of engaging with the visitor population. We're also active with the hotel concierge community. And we're actually members of the New York City Association of Hotel Concierge. And we reach out to them during their monthly meetings and talk to them about what's happening here on the street, new store openings, and that way that they can inform their guests about what is happening here on the, on the street. Yeah, very smart. A lot of people will go to their concierge of where they should go and where they should shop. Especially, especially here in, in our district, because the hotels that are here on Madison and in our nearby hotels as well, the guests that are coming, they view that that hotel as their home while they're in New York City. You know, they're not just here, you know, by one vacation, come to New York. The folks that are, not everyone, but the large majority of the folks that are staying at those hotels look at them as their base of operations when they're here in New York. So the concierge is really, really important. Uh, their recommendation means, means everything. Listen, I have to give a shout out to Cafe Carlisle. It's one of my favorite places to be able to go. Uh, their cabaret shows are, are about- Absolutely. And Bemelman's now is, is open. 
uh, next door in the Carlisle. And, uh, you know, a lot, even during the pandemic, one of the things that they were very famous for is they had their uh, wonderful uh, piano player uh, doing a weekly uh, Instagram live from there and, uh, you know, playing standards. And when he was able to announce that, hey, we're going to reopen, that was a really uh, great, great moment. I love it. Well, you know, we published Dan's papers out in the Hamptons. Talk a little bit about that initiative that you're working on in terms of uh, getting people to shop wherever they are. Absolutely. Um, no, so we have been doing throughout the entire pandemic a weekly merchant networking reception. Every week we go on uh, Zoom. We used to do these monthly in person, but you know, with the with the you know the restrictions, uh, we've been doing them uh, virtually. And every week we ask, you know, you have suggestions. And one of the great suggestions that we received was, you know, this summer when our guests, many of our clients are away, we need to reach out to them and remind them about Madison Avenue and to provide this service to them. So we together as at these meetings, that's putting together a uh, campaign whereby uh, clients get next day delivery uh, to the Hamptons if they call into their favorite Madison Avenue shop. And we could think of no better way to get the word out uh, than to reach out to Dan's papers and to advertise this program, advertise that program there. And uh, it, it's really important not only for those immediately to get to, to reach out to clients, but I think also to keep the street in mind as, as people are, are, are away. But it was it was part and parcel of developing the program, making sure that we were getting the word out through Dan's paper. So we're really thrilled about the ability to, to partner with you and, and get the word out about this uh, important and, and I think uh, innovative uh, program. And one of the important things here is that this is a program not for you know, going on the website. You call the store and speak to an individual and uh, you know, that's what Madison Avenue is about. It's that personal connection with the staff that's in the stores, many of which have tremendous expertise in fashion and jewelry. And, you know, that's what we, what the ad in Dan's papers or the ads in Dan's papers point to is our website so you can connect directly with individuals at these stores to fulfill those orders. Listen, that's what I love about bids and, you know, your, your outside the box thinking because every little bit helps businesses. So that's really terrific. Let's talk a little bit about fashion. Fashion season is huge. I'm sure it's very big for many of your fashion retailers, obviously a huge destination for, for luxury shopping. Talk to us about Welcome Back Saturdays, the, the new program that's going to be coming in the fall. Right. Well, that uh, and that program actually was something that we 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 had uh, even did last year as well. Uh, and that was to get people during you know the season when people are coming back to introduce them to the stores and what what's available there. And every store did their own special uh, programming, and we're going to be doing that again this fall. And the point being that our individual attributes, when they're brought together, mean even so much more. And to be able to come back onto the street, to, to experience all the stores, to sh show that there's really a, a welcome mat uh, available for them, and that there's entertainment programming on the street means, means all, makes all the difference. And, you know, it's also about reconnecting with the folks that are at the stores, you know, 
One of the things that I, I hear all the time during those our, our weekly meetings is how so many of the managers have these relationships with clients and that they're talking to them, speaking with them about you know, their experiences and uh, how they've been connecting maybe over virtually and doing shipping and all, but to connect again in person means so much. And that's something that, you know, Welcome Back Saturdays is really, is really about, is to make those reconnect in person, those connections that uh, maybe have been virtual or have been less frequent during the pandemic. And now that so many of the restrictions on, on gatherings and offices have been uh, reduced and programming is happening and galas are happening, events are happening again, uh, that's going to be even more, you know, more important um, because people want, they need to redo their wardrobes and, and uh, you know, be able to present themselves uh, to their friends and, and neighbors and their colleagues at work. So those activations will take place every Saturday, more or less, starting in September through October? Yeah, absolutely. And we're going to be doing programming and entertainment and uh, on the street. But I think the most important thing is it's not is what actually happens in the stores and uh, what the stores are doing to connect with uh, with their clients. So what we do is we we put together a program guide, make sure that people know what's happening Fantastic. Uh, as well. So, you know, you talked a lot about initiatives to support the businesses, which is fantastic, and also, you know, really being uh, the defender of quality of life. So what's interesting is that as we talk, we're coming to the final lap of the primaries, where we'll have a new city council, more or less, we'll have a new mayor. What, what from your perspective, are issues that you think need to be addressed from a political perspective, or that you'd like to engage city government with to do a better job to support your portion of Manhattan? We've actually had a, a very strong relationship with, with city government and, and city agencies. And, uh, you know, one of the things that I'm very uh, happy to uh, note is that we have two new beat officers patrolling Madison Avenue from the 19th precinct. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, that makes a tremendous difference in both the reality of safety and the perception of safety. And uh, that connection of seeing someone on a daily basis makes a tremendous difference. And so we're really pleased that that continues to to happen. Uh, But I I think that we're not any different than many other districts importance of opening up the schools and getting people back out to work. And being able to be in those offices and feel comfortable about coming into the office, because that's really what makes New York City such an important, uh, such a, a place that's beyond a bunch of connections over the phone on Zoom meetings. You know, it really is about interperson connections. And, you know, that's, that's really important. And, you know, certainly uh, all uh, efforts need to be made to make folks uh, comfortable to be coming back to the city uh, and feel very welcome to the city and people who are in the city. I, I live here in the city. I, I live in uh, Queens and, and, you know, getting folks, uh, you know, comfortable who's coming back to the office in every way, shape, or form is, is critical uh, to, uh, you know, making uh, New York City a, a very vibrant place. And uh, so that's, I think, the, the core 
uh, for any mayoral candidate uh, is, is just making sure that uh, every effort from city government can be made to make uh, our city as vibrant uh, and open feeling as possible. You know, Madison Avenue is, is just a beautiful stretch of the city. You know, obviously from the retailers, they do a terrific job showcasing their, their storefronts, but really the streetscape is beautiful. So maybe you could just share in terms of some initiatives or you know what you guys have done on the streetscapes to, to really beautify the area. Sure. Well, and I agree with you. I mean, the, the scale, not, not only is the, the architecture beautiful, but the scale of the street is very, very welcoming. And, uh, and you know, I, I'm going to talk to you a little about an initiative that we recently did, but, you know, one of the things that has kept Madison Avenue as attractive as it has been is we are uh, in the Upper East Side Historic District. And, you know, the maintenance of the architecture of, of the neighborhood, maintaining the human scale of the neighborhood um, has been so important and really sets the groundwork for uh, you know making an attractive an attractive uh, space but you know one of the things we just recently uh, addressed is uh, issue of scaffolding for example and uh, we uh, we made the partnership with urban umbrella encouraging them uh, and announcing their you know their very attractive scaffolding yes. as a way of if it, it, it's a necessity in new york city uh, but making sure that given an opportunity for, for, for uh, businesses to consider, and we're even be able to provide uh, through our partnership special discounts for property owners uh, who utilize that scaffolding as a way of, of just making sure that the streetscape is maintained. But we also do plantings and uh, flower beds we, uh, throughout the district. Uh, we do holiday decorations, and one of our uh, very first uh, streetscape initiatives, and Dance Papers is actually part of it, uh, is we did uh, uh, a Mazur newspaper box program, uh, consolidating the uh, individual newspaper boxes, and actually had one of the world's leading industrial designers, Karen Rashid, uh, design those for us, and uh, they were installed uh, Go well over a decade ago on Madison Avenue, and they've been refurbished to maintain and really en enhancing the streetscape as well. Well, listen, every little bit makes an area more inviting. It's like someone's front lawn. You know who has the best maintained lawn in the neighborhood. Absolutely. So you, really, you know, a fantastic job making the community inviting to others. Talk a little bit about the, the philanthropic efforts on behalf of the bid and, and the community, because I think that's important to share for other people running bids and just other parts of the city in general. Sure, and, uh, and thank you for, for bringing that up. One of the, the core features of uh, the holidays here on, on Madison Avenue for, for now, this year, this coming year in 2021, 35 years, Wow, will be uh, our annual miracle on Madison Avenue event. That's our holiday celebration. It usually takes place the first uh, weekend for Saturday in December. And uh, it is a fundraiser for the pediatric programs of the Society of Memorial Sloan Kettering Cancer Center. And this year in December of 2020, this question, oh, do we, could we do this? And, you know, there was a resounding yes, uh, that there's nothing more important 
in defining the character of the street than in maintaining these philanthropic partnerships and you know doing giving back to the city and for children in need and you know this program uh, every gives 25 uh, 20 i should say of the sales uh to slum kettering and uh it's really used for important initiatives at the hospital and the fact that people want to give like that is is very significant and already again you know each of the stores on madison avenue have, have had their own have, many of them have their own charitable initiatives and uh very happy you know one of the things that uh, on a typical evening on Madison Avenue, you'll see one of the stores having uh, a reception at night for one or another charity. And, uh, you know, that had to stop for a while. So I'm really thrilled to see that restarting again. And already I've heard about stores uh, hosting and uh, we're really looking forward in the fall uh, to see that happen uh, at, a, at a more rapid, at a, at a more rapid pace. But, uh, but Miracle really is, is sort of our flagship event and they're so pleased in, uh, about this long-standing partnership with with sloan kettering uh, and the society of sloan kettering they've been really terrific partners in getting the word out uh to their members and i should say so many of the folks that are members of society also are local upper east siders and once again it, it makes those great connections here in in the neighborhood well listen it's a great effort it's a great example of what a community can do when they come together Absolutely. You know, this year, over 60 stores uh, participated, you know, in, in that event. So uh, both large stores and then very small independent, uh, independent boutiques. Well, Matthew, thank you for everything that you do. Thank you for your time on the show. And, and I'm looking forward to coming by Madison Avenue and seeing uh, busy stores fronts. Absolutely. And uh, I really appreciate this opportunity to speak with you. And uh, thank you for all of your efforts to get the word out about what's going on here in, in the city. I think there is a lot of great stories to tell and you've been you've been telling them and uh, and also thank you for creating this venue in Dan's papers and uh, to get the word out about this summer initiative that we're involved with. So thank you again. Our pleasure and we appreciate the collaboration. Make sure to subscribe to Schneps Connects wherever you get your podcasts or stream us online at podcast.schnepsmedia.com. <laughs>